Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know we revamped our podcast. It's no longer the Dead of Night podcast. It's now the Forgotten podcast. If you guys have any questions, just let us know. We have our Instagram, the underscore forgotten underscore podcast. And we have some uh, YouTube channel and Facebook coming up soon, and we have a new email coming up soon as well. So this episode that we're about to play, it's going to be from the dead of night, but all future episodes will be the forgotten podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Hello, Anisha. It's been a long time. Like a really long time. It has been so long. (laughs) But we are here and we are back. Um, Hopefully forever. But yeah, we might both sound a little rough right now. We're both kind of sick. But we're here and we are ready to bring... I don't know what my dog's doing. She's <laughs> growling. Um, yeah, I don't know what she's doing. Anyway, we're here. I have song sickness. What? I have song sickness. What song sickness? So for my birthday, I, for my birthday, I went to karaoke. Oh, that's and right. so every time I, I knew a song, I would sing it. And my throat would like do this thing where it was like, you know how you, you're lifting weights? And then you get to the last rep and your muscles are like straining. Yeah, they're like, like shaking. No, no, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. They're like shaking. Like That's what my throat as you're felt lifting like. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah, not shining. That's about. what my throat feels like. Oh my god. Because I, I've never sang that much in my life. Gotcha. So now I'm all like <sighs> Okay. Well let that be a lesson to you. I'm just kidding. I'm glad you had. I'm glad you had a good time for your birthday. That's always great. Thank you, me too. <clears throat> what? I said thank you, me too. Oh, I didn't know what you said. I'm like what? I thought you were speaking Spanish. That's what it sounded like. You said it really fast. So I thought Gracias. I was gonna learn. I thought I was gonna learn something new, like a new Spanish word. Okay. Uh, uh, no mas pantalones. No more pants? Mm-hmm. I knew that. <laughs> what? That's so random. Did someone say that to you? No, that's on the progressive commercial. Uh, the two guys. Yeah. And they were like, liar, liar, pants on fire. He's like, no mas pantalones. I remember. That's a really old commercial. But I remember. I know. It was one of my favorites. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Okay, so this episode that I want to talk about right now, well, today, um, it is about a boy that went missing in 2014. His name is Jason Sims Jr. So he lived with his parents in Fairfield, Alabama, 
and the department, well, CPS, I'll call it that because I'm not exactly sure what it's called. I lied. Here it is. The Alabama Department of Human Resources. <laughs> it's, like, it's like CPS in Alabama. Um, they actually started investigating his parents, Natasha Wright and Jason Sims Sr. for child neglect in October 2014. Um, so the department, the DHR, Department of Human Resources, we're just going to shorten it because it's long. Um, they were aware of two tr- children living in the home at the time, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old, but they did not know about Jason or his nine-year-old sibling. Neither of them had been enrolled in school or had been to a doctor before. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but Jason is 15. I don't know if I mentioned that, but he is 15. So when they went to the house, the conditions of the house were horrible. So they actually ended up um, calling the police and the police issued arrest warrants for the parents, charging them with aiding the dependency of minors. And they tried to arrest the couple in October, that same month, but they had moved out of the house. So on January 23rd, 2015, she was actually found unconscious at that same house. So went down, I'm like, if y'all moved, like, how are y'all back at the house? Like maybe they were living with somebody else. Like maybe somebody else was living there as well as them and their kids. I don't know, but I tried to, to find. Wait, who, who's she? His mom. Did I not say her name? Oh. I'm Rusty. No. Okay. Natasha Wright is her name. I'm pretty sure Thank I you. said it in the beginning of the episode, but it's okay. We don't have to argue. So she was found back at that same residence unconscious and was later taken to the hospital. Three days later, the other children were found in with relatives in Mulga, Alabama and placed uh, in foster care. So she had regained consciousness and she was asking, or sorry, and authorities were asking about Jason because Jason was not found with these other kids. It was just the other three kids that I had mentioned, the 10-year-old, the nine-year-old, and the 12-year-old. No names, doesn't say any names. So they asked her about Jason. She said she was, she had last seen them at their home. Uh, she said, oh my God, I'm so rusty. This is bad. This is gonna be a bad episode, but we'll get better. <laughs> we'll get better like we were before. Okay. So she said that she had last seen him at their home, but was unable to say when. So literally this boy is missing and she does not know when he went missing. It literally is just, I seen him, but I don't remember when. Like that's what she's telling them. So a search of that home turned up no sign of him and his dad, which is Jason Sr., sorry, Jason Sims Sr., has refused to provide any information as to where his whereabouts are. Right. Does that make sense? That made sense, right? Yeah, I'm just, I'm so confused. Like, how do they not know where the child is? I mean, my, my thing is they probably do. Maybe something happened to him. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they did something bad to him. And they're kind, I feel like they're they're hoping that if they don't talk about him, that his existence will just kind of go away. Because when they went, the CPS people went to the house, 
They weren't even aware of him. Like they didn't even know he existed until they went to the house and seen him and this other child that they had there. So they had no idea. Yeah. So it could be that. I don't know. But it definitely could be. So in 2015, Natasha filed a protection order against him. And in April 2016, Jason Sr. was charged with failure to report a child missing, a felony. So they're trying to charge him for not reporting his son missing. Um, He maintained he had no responsibility to report Jason missing because although the boy bears his name, Jason is not his biological son and Jason Sr. is not listed as his father on his birth certificate. Seriously? Yeah, but he's named after him. Yeah, then why would you give him a junior name? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Why is that funny? (laughs) That's not why I'm laughing. Are you laughing because I'm scratching? Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) the charges against Jason Sr. and Natasha Wright for aiding and dependency of minors have been dismissed, which I think was a really big no-no, but it's fine. In November 2019, so this is three years, over three years after um, Jason went missing. Jason Sr. pleaded guilty to misdemeanor failure, failure to report a child as missing as part of a plea bargain. So since he uh, pleaded guilty to this plea bargain, the charge was reduced from a felony to a misdemeanor. And he was sentenced wow. to yeah. He was sentenced to 12 months in jail and got two and a half, sorry, two years of probation. But that 12 months in jail was suspended. So I don't, I think that means, I, I should know that what that means because I am a criminal justice major. But I'm pretty sure it means that he didn't serve any time in jail because it was suspended. So Jason Sr. Cool. still, what's up? I said that's bull. Bull, it absolutely is. So Jason Sr. still stated that Jason Jr. is not his son and he doesn't know the child's whereabouts. His defense attorney has gone so far as to suggest that the child never existed. It's crazy. Yeah. So his defense attorney is pretty much saying that this child never existed. Even though people have seen him, CPS has seen him, his mom, they asked his mom about him and she said she doesn't know where he's at. So obviously this boy exists. Yeah, unless he's a ghost and people are like, you know, sensitive to that. Yeah, what? I don't think so either. But <laughs> literally, how do you lose your child? How do you think he's not existing? They did something to this child. They did something to this child. I just, I just know. Like, how does a child go missing without a trace? Something Crazy. happened. Unless he left the house and so, and met with foul play at some point. But I really feel like something happened to him. Like, maybe they did something to him and they just, you know, buried him. And were just hoping that, you know, they could get away with it. Or he, you know, if he doesn't exist anymore, they pretty much got away with it. Especially if this defense attorney is acknowledging that because that's crazy 
Yeah. Like people have seen yeah, him. Sir. So he exists. There's pictures of him that I can show you. I don't have him on my phone right now, but there are pictures of him. He exists. So it's it's crazy to me that this defense attorney is is um, going along with that. Is is really trying to suggest that he never existed. Because obviously he did. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, so the circumstances. Well, maybe he's just breaking away. I mean, maybe, but I don't think I so. I really hope so. I don't know though, because he had a lot of. He was autistic and he was nonverbal. Uh. I didn't say that. I was going to at the end, but he's autistic and he's <laughs> nonverbal. So, if he did run away, I mean, I would hope that he ran away with people that actually cared about him and helped him succeed you know maybe he's in hiding maybe they're hiding him so he doesn't have to go back to that you know crazy place but you never know okay so the circumstances of jason's disappearance are unclear authorities can find no medical records and no recent pictures of the child and little to go on as to what his whereabouts are local law enforcement has stated his disappearance is one of the most bizarre situations they have encountered. I mean, facts. Because it's it's really weird. Because they know he exists, but, like, where did he go? There's how no did, trace of him. Right, like, how did he disappear without a trace? No medical records? No recent pictures? They have pictures, but they're when he was little. Like, really little. And that's that's pretty much it. That's all the information I could find. I looked and looked and looked, and I could not find any more information on this poor child. So, Jason Jr. has been so, missing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Okay. Um, Jason Jr. has been missing since January first of twenty fifteen from Fairfield, Alabama. He is black, and he was fifteen years old when he when he went missing. Um, 5'6", 125 pounds. He is autistic and nonverbal, and he has black hair and brown eyes. Um, you can contact the Fairfield Police Department if you have any information, um, and I'll definitely put like all that stuff in the in the you know show notes like I usually do. Hush it, Lucy. Hey. We're trying to do a podcast. Every time, every time, every time I do a podcast. And even even the venue is different because I'm not in that small studio anymore. I have a bigger apartment, mm-hmm. and it's still the same, the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um. So, what were you gonna say? Oh, so do the other kids like have they been questioned at all? I don't oh. know. It. I looked. I looked and looked and I could not find any more information and what's crazy is that I was looking on some websites to see where like the most missing kids are not kids but people black people people of color and one of the states is Alabama and it's crazy because it's super it's 2023 but it's still very super segregated down there super racist um like all those southern states not all of them but a lot of them but actually it's 
it's it's really bad down there but i mean it, it's everywhere like up here it's not as bad but you know it's still pretty racist up here as well where i'm at um uh-huh. it's really sad but it's also very predominantly white up here which i i never really realized until i was a lot older because i didn't really care when i was a kid but now yeah it's definitely predominantly white and yeah, I always, I kind of always wonder where all the black people are sometimes because I don't see them a lot. So I'm just curious. There's really not a lot of black people up here. I don't know. I mean, when I was living up there, I mean, I had my friend Kyle and you. Yeah, I guess you're right. Right. I was going to say, don't count me. Because we, <laughs> I don't count. You can't count me in that. Because we've been friends forever. So Why? you can't count me in that. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just a crazy <laughs> situation. I know we kind of got off topic. But yeah, that's literally all I could find on him. Because um, I looked. I looked and looked. I did a lot of research. And I really could not find anything else on him. Which really, really sucks. Like he's been missing since 2015 and they don't have any, they don't have any recent pictures. Like literally they say that he is, he's been missing since 2015, but they think he's been missing a lot longer than that. But also you can So they can't even do like a generated one or anything like that? Like this is what he would look like? No, no, they did. I'm just saying they don't have any, anything to really go on. Like he wasn't in school. There's no school records of him. There's no medical records of him. Like they literally only have a birth certificate and an old ass picture. Excuse my language. So wait, how do they know that he was mute and autistic? I mean, I'm guessing they had to talk to him. Or try to. Or maybe the mom told them. Maybe she just did that so that they wouldn't talk to him. I mean, maybe. But why would they lie about something like that? I mean, they think that their child is non-existent. Well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, if I were not to say that I would ever be like this but if I were to like hide away my child and not want to do want anything to do with him I'd be like oh well he's autistic he doesn't talk and you don't want to talk to him because he can't talk to you anyways and he probably won't understand because he's autistic and like there's such a an array of autism on the spectrum like it who knows what kind of autism he even had if he did have it true it's it's just really crazy it's just a really crazy story I don't understand how human beings can be like that. I don't either. 
it's just, it's just, again, it's just really crazy. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it. Like, I don't understand how people can be like that either. I mean, because even, so, I don't think even the neighbors saw him either. Like when, when she ended up taking the other kids? No, I mean, even seeing the, so I, when I was for when my, I had my first marriage, I lived in Massachusetts. And for some reason, like a lot of the people there thought I had a child. They thought I had a son. And they said that I left my son in Washington with my family, right? And so when I was working, um, my friend, well, Melaine, she was my coworker then, but we're like really good friends now. They came in and they were talking to her about about it. Like, oh, I can't believe Aisha would just leave her child in Washington with her with her family and come all the way out here. And Melaine's like, Aisha does not have any children. And they're like, really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, she's like, you don't know her family. You think her mom and dad would really take care of her child? Absolutely not. I'm like, that's what I said too. I'm like, you really think my family would take care of my child? No, that's my responsibility. And they're gonna tell me that. I was like, first off, and second off, I wouldn't just abandon my child. Like, seriously? Like, that's yeah, crazy. Seriously. Yeah, I just thought that was so funny. So just a little, because we're talking about so a So they like to yeah. just imagine children just being like... Right. I felt like that story applied to this story because, yeah, she just abandoned her kid. I have a non-existent kid out there somewhere. A boy. They said it was a boy. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The world is scary. It's like, it's amazing because it's out there and it's very real and so many like new and amazing opportunities and everything out there. But also it's like really scary because like what could happen out in the world, you know, especially if you Mm go, you know, to other countries and, you know, people get kidnapped and trafficked and all that all the time so it's it's really scary it's really scary to just live your life how you want to live it you know i get scared for my sister all the time because she's out here you know that she travels everywhere she works from home so she can go wherever she wants and she's always in different countries and you know kudos to her for living her life but you know what if something happens i'm gonna go over there and hurt somebody like that's what's gonna happen so like, I'm like a mom. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm her mother because I'm always like, where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? Who, does, do people know you're here? Are you here by yourself? Like, especially if she's going out of the country. <laughs> are you traveling alone? No, I'm meeting friends there. You Are you meeting friends there? Their friends are coming. They're going to be there. Like, I question everything, especially when she's out of the country because, you know, she's like thousands of miles away. Like, anything could happen to her. And I'm just like sitting here. Like, I will go find her. I'll be like that guy in Taken. Like, I don't even care. I will go over there and I'll find her. Like, that's, I'm just crazy like that. But that's just me. And that's, you know, that's how I am. And that's, you know, how I am with family. I'm so, I'm friends. Like, if you went missing, I'd come find you too. Oh, good. <laughs> I would come find you too. Yeah. Like, if anybody that I'm that close with, that I love to death, went missing, I absolutely would, would do my best to find them. Like, absolutely would be hounding the police and finding. I don't know. 
and find, <laughs> my cat just likes to make random noises and find, you know, find out what their last whereabouts were. Like, I don't care. I will find them. Like, that's just, you know, that's how much, that's how crazy I am, I guess. I don't know. And that's just how much I love all the people in my life. I don't have a lot of special people in my life, but the people I do have, I definitely am there for that. I'm there and I will always, I'll always be there like that. That's just how I always, that's how I am. You know, like the people are, that are in my life, cause it's such a small circle, I like hold them super close. So if anything were to happen to them, I would be devastated and I would, probably go crazy trying to find them so but that's just me love it yeah i've been in dubai right now so i'm like i'm always worried when he leaves the country he does travel a lot which i am very envious of because i would love to do that i would love to just go to different countries every week because i feel like he does that but Gigi does that too (laughs) Like he just came back for like two weeks and then he left again. See? Not every week, but close enough. Close enough. Yeah. But yeah, Gigi does that. Like she was just in Colombia for like a week and a half and but she doesn't do it. Yeah, every, that's where he just week. came from. Yeah. She went there for like ten days uh last month, I think, or the month before. She doesn't do it all the time. She does it like every like every other month so she's not you know but she does go from she usually stays in the country or in the country in the u.s now like she's in new york now and she had an apartment there so i think she's going to be there for a while and then um she'll go back and see my dad and you know she likes to travel see the cat up there Uh she likes to travel she'll be with my dad um i think in the next few weeks she's gonna go see him I think that's really all I have to say. I don't really have anything else to say. I think that's it. Well, that was, well, that a, was a good one. Thank you. I wish I, mean, I had it was more sad Yeah. And absurd, but Absolutely. it was a good one. I like these ones, like just to get the word out there, but then I don't because I'm like, what happened? Where are they? Because it just always like yeah. makes me think about like what happened to them. Like, there's a lot of these stories that we've done that I'm like, what happened? Where are they at? And I really think about it, like, after we've recorded, like, even months after. Like, there's just a few that, like, stick with me a lot. And that's really all I have left to say. What about you, Cassie? Do you have anything to say, anything to add? No, just that I hope that his quote-unquote parents are having a special place in hell. Okay. <laughs> was that well, the, I guess we're... That right. Yeah, that's it. All right, everybody. Okay. Thank you for listening. We'll have more episodes out soon, I promise. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you, guys.